Hello and welcome to the Twin Troopers Podcast. My name is Eric. And I'm Jake. And this week, Jake, we are in the same room. I know, it's crazy. Finally, just, this is going to be a very timely reference, but just like the North Korean summit, <laughs> two, two entities who once were separated by a seemingly impassable border, oh, Minnesota the, and North the, Dakota. The Minnesota-North Dakota border is like the worst. Do you know how many times I had to get strip searched to come here? Oh my God. <laughs> I think this bit has gone as far as it needs to go. Um, yeah. But so this week, Jake is spending some time at my place. Even though it's, it's a little bit haphazard because I'm moving, so there's empty shelves and stuff. I mean, if you call this haphazard, I would hate to see what you call clean. All right, well, <laughs> you'll be impressed someday, I guess. Uh, but this week we were talking about kind of doing a history of Imperial Assault lists, which Jake and I, we've been talking about this for a little while now. Yeah. And it's kind of been testing our skills. We've taken some time to put it together because this game came out in twenty August 2014. Uh, December 2014. Oh, announced August 2014. Sorry, I got my notes here, but I didn't... It's like I only read half the note, and I was like, I don't need to read the rest. I'm smart. I'm, says, I'm a smart guy. I don't need to read it. It says August. Yeah. That must mean it's August, right? <laughs> yeah. I remember, because I remember the day I walked in and bought it. Yeah. <laughs> you remember it was cold. It was cold. Yeah. So, came out in 2014. Um, and, you know, there's kind of, we kind of do, I guess I would say, soft... How do you say this? Meta talk every once in a while. But we figured yeah. maybe we could just look back and look at some of the lists of what kind of defined... The history of the game, what came out, and how it shaped the way things went. Right, and all of our unit reviews are always dependent. Like we almost always choose meta units, and it always all of our discussion always depends on what the current meta is. So I just thought it would be fun to do a meta analysis of the Imperial Assault and meta through the through the ages. Since I was actually, uh, since I like to play my old timer card, I've been mm-hmm. playing since the game came out. So I remember all these lists. I remember right. the impact they had and the discussion people had around them. All right, um, so I think we just get started because yeah, this, we, actually, we actually don't have a good sense on how long this is going to take, so we're, yeah, we're going to be playing it a little bit by ear. This uh, is a lot of information. We'll yeah, just yeah. let you know uh, this, this is part one because uh, there's no possible <laughs> way we could, cover, uh, we could cover four years of the meta in one episode and give it any decent length of time. All right, uh, Jake, I'm going to pitch that we start with just a description of what came out in the opening set. How does that sound? Sure. That sound good? Yeah. So I'm kind of looking, I'm looking at a wiki right now of all everything that ever came out. So I'm starting with the core set. So in the core set. You do, you do the Imperials. Yeah. I I won't go, how about this? I won't go through everything, but I'll go through the things that I think are notable in my mind. Does that sound important? The important ones. Yes. So at the time in the core set, you obviously got your set of rebel heroes. I don't think they mostly made a splash, at least on the list that we identified. Uh, Gideon. I take from it back. The start. Right, Gideon, who still remains in meta list, <laughs> is a, he's one of our core set boys. Uh, but in addition to him, we also got so you got Hero Luke, uh, Hero of the Rebellion Luke. He's so, uh, he's he's you're going to be hearing a lot more about him through several years worth of metas. He's going to be around. Um, in this box, we also got stormtroopers who were pretty popular for a oh, long yeah. time. Uh, you got, sorry, that might have been me clicking or something. <laughs> uh, we got officers, who obviously are still a staple yeah. of the game. Uh, Royal Guards came out in this set. Probe droids, uh, then some other stuff. Uh, Darth Vader. He, then, uh, he's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. And then one other thing I want to mention was the Nexu came out in this set, which actually still kind of, 
It keeps hanging around, is all I'm saying. Like, strangely enough. It's always, like, on the edge of the jungle clearing, looking in with its four eyes filled with hate, and sometimes pounces in and makes a splash. Yep. And then I would note that this was also... So in the core box came the... Well, so these are, this is kind of beside the point, but the Luke and Darth Vader pack came right. in that set. And out of that, we also got Son of Skywalker. So, uh, where, it all, where it all began. <laughs> so, Jake... The next set doesn't come out until March of 2015, so tell me a little bit about that time frame. Um, Or is it it not very... Should we just... During that time frame, the skirmish was a... uh, Like, between the the core box and wave one, those three, four months. Mm. uh, I don't know about other people who were playing at the time, but everybody I talked to online and everybody I played with IRL, it was like campaign, 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 campaign. That's fair. That's probably all right. That's probably yeah. a good assumption. That was that was when I was trying to set up a campaign, and it took me a long time, and I finally got one set up, and then I played Subversive Tactics and bored everybody to death, and we never finished that campaign. Mm. It was sad. So let's go... Uh, so I'm just going to point out, I guess, a few more things that came out, because our first real big event probably isn't until Worlds of 26... No, 20, 2015? Uh, Gen Con 2015. Okay. Is at, it was actually at Gen Con 2015. And then before that, there was, uh, like, they had, like, the store champ. No, that was back when store champs was in winter. And <laughs> so region. I, I don't think they did a regional season. I think they just went straight into nationals and then worlds. Okay, so I'm going to cover wave one and I think wave two. So we have the stage kind of set going. Into right. It. So wave one, which was March 2015, brought us Chewbacca, Han, Rebel Troopers, Rebel Sabs, the Royal Guard Champion, General Weiss, and IG-88. So, some units that kind of are at the time, I'm more, guessing... Uh, some more sleepers. Yeah, we're not around, but obviously we'll hear about many of these guys later when they get some fixes. Uh, and then the other one I want to point out was Wave 2. The Twin Shadows Wave. Yeah, so this is... We got... So before we go into Twin Sa- Shadows, this is where we got Boba Fett, Kane Somos, the R2-D2 C-3PO pack, and then in Twin Shadows... The only thing that we need to worry about in Twin Shadows box itself are the Tuscans. I thought you were going to say Kane Somos. How dare you? I mean, he's, <laughs> you already said that. His, you already said his pack. Uh, in the entirety of Wave Two, I think the only like three PO R two, and then uh, you'd see Tuscans every once in a while. And if you're curious, for me, anyways, because I played them, but this is where Heavy Stormtroopers came from. Yeah. As a set. I mean, if you're some scrub who wants to play heavy stormtroopers, <laughs> yeah, and I am. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I think from there we should start looking at some medalists because that's really, like you said, game comes out in December. Everyone's playing campaign for a while. Wave one comes out. There's not really any big events right around when wave com- wave one comes um, out. Wave one is where you get the uh, is where you get most of the stuff for. Uh, let me wave one units. You get the sabs. You get the sets. Yeah, so, all right, so let me, let me back up. I'm not saying that nothing good comes out, but I'm saying as far as, like, competitive events, there's right. kind of nothing yet going not on. Not to my memory. I'm sure if we, like, searched, there might be I'm sure if we, like, searched way deep into the forums or whatever, we could find some of the stuff. But, right. but uh, for 2015, we're mostly going to be running off of my memories of, uh, of what was going on there. And I was at Gen Con, and I was at Worlds. Right, and so we're going to be trying to focus on those big events mostly around your impression, Jake, yeah. because I wasn't even playing it, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, so why don't you tell us... So we're going to kind of this just... is a This is an oral history of yeah. the Imperial Assault meta. So, you know what? Did So when was Worlds that year? 
November? That was uh, that was November, and then Gen Con was in early August. Gen Con actually is where uh, they had the early release of Wave Two. Okay. So at Gen Con, it was only Core Set and Wave One. Mm. So that was obviously dominated by the four x four, which uh, I've actually seen some people online wondering what exactly the four x four was. What the four x four was? Tell us about it, Jake. Uh, okay, random internet person. The <laughs> four x four was four regular. Royal Guards at 8 points apiece. 36 points. Sounds awful. Or 32 points. Sounds terrible. Uh, I mean, it does sound terrible now. Yeah. And then four regular Imperial officers. What I like about it is that the simplicity is on, has its own beauty. What I didn't like about it was you had to buy two... Uh, <laughs> is that you had to buy four corsets to run it to get the cards for... Because it only the corset only comes with one card of regular... Royal Guard. If I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd say that that was planned. I mean, are you a conspiracy theorist? Are you going to no, say it? No. <laughs> I'm a flat earther. <laughs> no, no. It should have come with two regular Royal Guards, right? But you needed four copies to run four you, copies of it. it. It only came with one regular card and one elite card. What? Yep. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you had to buy four boxes to get that, or you, you and your friend would, like, I don't know, split stuff and, like, they played Rebels? I don't know. Anyway, the 4x4, that was back... Bef- like, this list was... I say this list now, and any newer players uh, would say, wait, that sounds like trash. That sounds awful. Why would anybody play that? This was... This list was so good at the time that they... That this was the first time FFG in any competitive game that I've seen nerfed a unit. Because this list was so overpoweringly good. Basically, what the difference is... So, the Royal Guard... Well, here, uh, you know what I actually have? So they actually, I actually have the card, the old card in front of me. Oh, so why there don't you I, go. why don't I read this ability? And the difference is a little bit fine, but we're going to say this. So the key difference here is Royal, Royal Guards are Guardian Brawlers. Yes. And they used to have an ability called Protector, which stated, while a friendly figure is defending and you are adjacent to the targeted space, apply plus one block to the defense results, limit one Protector, ability used per attack. So basically it was a... If your royal guard is adjacent to a friendly figure that's being attacked, give a free block. No, yes. no restrictions. So, and they also had a surge for pierce two instead, or a surge for plus two damage instead of a surge for pierce two. They also had a surge for plus two damage, awesome. which uh, so yeah they 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 had everything. They had high health, great defense uh, because they if you park two royal guards against each other, they just kind of like protect each other somehow. Uh, yep, and speed speed five. Speed five. They were Whoa. fast. They were strong. They were healthy. They, those guys were crazy. And then this was also with the imperial officers that their order in skirmish gave a full move. I forgot about that change. So they also nerfed the royal Gu- or the imperial officers. Officer. Yeah, because the, the officers. Yeah, the currently what is, they what is currently they ability? only give they currently they only give uh, a two speed and skirmish or a full moving campaign yeah that used to just be uh choose a figure within two spaces they perform a move yeah i wanted which uh which with the five speed royal guards meant that the four by four completely covered every single objective yeah i wanted to look at that quick the officer has what is it or the ability is called order yes that's right choose a friendly figure within two spaces and then so yeah so what it you what it says now is during a campaign that figure may interrupt perform a move during a skirmish match, that figure may, that figure gains two movement points. Yes. So yeah, it used to just say that figure gains. I'm guessing can perform a move. Yeah. So God, they yeah. So royal guards, which have five speed, could perform basically 
Four, you had four officers? Yes. So four of them could move five before they even activated. Correct. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, so that is why, like, and so that list, one Gen Con... One uh, the North the one North American one Nationals yeah uh, one and this is all still 2015 right this is all okay. still 2015 all right and it was like uh, I'd say a solid third to half of the field at Worlds amazing amazing so <laughs> uh, you say amazing I say annoying as hell but also yeah uh, it's it's kind of spe- one of those oh, I just wanted to comment that when I started this was like long enough ago where it was almost like. It was almost like mythical, like yeah, lore. The before times. Yeah, like people saying like, oh yeah, you don't, just be happy you're not, you're not playing 4x4. Like, yeah. That's what people would say and I would be like, what are you talking we're about? The, we're, Tell uh, me. Us people who are playing at that time are the depression babies. Yeah. Of, where, <laughs> oh, you, you think hunters are bad? You should have been around for the 4x4. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, at Gen Con, my specific story at Gen Con, I brought a trash list, uh, but so I O2 dropped. My first match was against somebody playing the 4x4. He literally rolled up to the table and he said, oh, this is my third game of Imperial Assault. Can you help me out with the rules and stuff? Oh. And I'm like, oh, oh no, I can handle this. Oh, and then God. he cleaned the floor with me because he was playing 4x4. I mean, and so this is something that we've, so you and I talked about this just a little bit ago, but I also wanted to bring it up now is that. You and I were just talking about would the 4x4 be as good now as it was then? A completely unnerfed 4x4. That would be an interesting uh, exhibition match. Maybe we can like set up a camera at some point yeah, and like, yeah. just try that out. It's an interesting question, but because you and I were commenting on the fact that like back then when most figures had only two dice attacks, everything was pretty much two dice attack. Yeah. Like an extra block is a huge deal across, you know, three two dice attacks versus like a four dice ranger attack, right? Where right. one block mitigating against maybe like nine you know seven eight nine damages not not as good obviously correct so. um although i should point out that at the very beginning uh like even before gen con uh darth vader was a thing mm, mm-hmm. the uh darth vader and also some stormtroopers couple officers and a set of royal guards that was, was, that, was that called vader's fist is that what they that was called vader's fist that's a great uh, name <laughs> yeah that was that was vader's fist uh that was a list that was that like uh zach bunn of Team Covenant, a website that I don't know. I don't think they do Imperial Assault. I don't know if they're even alive anymore. No, no, no. They they're here. they're big. Really? Let's not comment about that. Let me just say we as a co- the two of us do not know very much about Team Covenant. So I think this conversation <laughs> has to end. Because <laughs> as anyway. far as I know, they're very big. So let's go. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Zach Bunn from there. He wrote an article for uh, FFG detailing mm. that list. And then he wrote an article later saying, here's uh here's what you do about Darth Vader. Cause people thought Darth Vader was the bee's knees and awesome in the beginning. And then, and then the four by four came about and ended Vader. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was that, that list. Yeah. It's, it's tough to like give people perspective on how good that list was. Right. But what I think is fascinating is that um, Another there, key. a natural counter in some ways came yeah. out. I don't actually know. Let's let's detail this list first, and then we can talk about I'll ask you some questions about if it actually countered it that well. But So the next sure. list is Rebel Blast, Jake, which is Corset plus Twin Shadows. So just kind of remind you what came out in Twin Shadows and what is key to this list were the Rebel Saboteurs. Uh, actually, no, that was uh, Rebel wrong. Saboteurs. Uh, the, key part, <laughs> uh, the key part to... Uh, well, Rebel Blast was a thing even at Gen Con. However, it was uh, the release of C-3PO and an additional focus per round 
that really brought it into uh, into the running of Worlds. Oh, okay. Where okay. you got Focus Blast, which had Luke Skywalker, Hero of the Rebellion, which is the 10-point guy with the uh, reroll aura. Yeah, you know that. You know him, that yeah. guy. You probably, uh, never, you probably never pulled him out before, listener, uh, but... I mean, listener, feel free to go back and listen to an old Twin Troopers episode about this guy. I think the first episode we I did, actually, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, right, keep tell keep going. So it had Jedi it had not Jedi Luke, regular Hero Luke. Hero Luke. Farm boy Luke. Farmer Luke, yep. Yeah. He's uh, he's complaining about not getting power converters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh you also this list also ran two elite rebel saboteurs, and this is before the rebel saboteurs had a nerf. The old elite rebel saboteur had access to blast two. Yes. I think that and uh and then I'm uh, looking at the card. Yeah. The old one had blast two, and I think that was the only change to the elite. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what it looks like now. I'm sure, but yeah, it's blast two, pierce two, and then they have an ability called overload, which states you can trigger the same surge ability up to twice per attack, which I think yeah. remains. The only the only change was that their blast two was knocked down to a blast one. Yep. So now they have a blast one, but they had blast two, which, which obviously uh, if I overload. It, yep. Which spelled out for you meant that they could basically blast four. Yeah. Which was crazy. Which is what you had to do to deal with the four by four. You which naturally had to bunch you either, up. You either you yep. either pierce four or you. Uh, blast for because you when you focus them and they have a reroll your your ability to get those two surges goes up a lot higher that's right because farmer luke would give the reroll correct gotcha and then they also ran regular rebel saboteurs which i uh i we weren't able to find a picture on the internet so i had to dig around in my box this is fan this is the best part of the story is that my copy of imperial assault has the nerfed cards in it so we couldn't even like Look, I couldn't even look in my cards. You had to pull out your old 2014 Rebel Regular Saboteur or 2015 yeah, Regular The Rebel OG Saboteur. Rebel Saboteur. This thing was bonkers. So the list was Luke, two Elite regular or elite Saboteurs, two Regular Saboteurs, yep. uh, Gideon 3PO, Balance of the Force. Sure. Uh, so the old Rebel Saboteurs, uh, what they did was they had Speed 5 instead of Speed 4. They have the overload ability that you can trigger the same uh, surge ability up to twice per attack. Yep. Uh, and then they had Pierce 2 on a 5-cost unit with two guys in the unit. So speed 5, Pierce 2, and they can overload. Yeah, that's pretty good. So what they were able to do was they could, uh, with that, and then they also had access to Squad Swarm and Strength in Numbers so that you could get three three units in a row activating wow i did not even think about that. i had that happen to me once it was a uh, it was not pleasant and again i think it's important to note as well that right so four health probably had the potential to live through it, it a, survived it's sur- a certain survived, amount of attacks yeah it survived one attack from uh it most of the time it would survive one attack from a regular st- uh, from an elite stormtrooper yeah or it would survive they actually white dice were really good against the uh royal guards because you couldn't get the that surge through. Mm, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, they were pretty. They they were a natural counter to the four x four. They weren't as good as four x four, which is why the uh, top sixteen. I don't remember what the top sixteen was. I do remember that the top two was uh, was Paul Heaver versus Martin Hoffman, four x four versus four x four on the uh, Anchorhead. Uh, no, the, <laughs> not even Anchorhead. It was on Moss Eisley Cantina uh, with where they were taking drinks, where you set out three. Different, uh, diff- three different oh, objective right, right, points right. where you yep. can go and interact with them to take a drink and gain two victory points. That's a great. That's a great mission, by the way. Yeah, but that I miss that map. That map was so good. 
but uh, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was Worlds 2015. Uh, there was one. There was also a bit of a a, che- a cheese list running around at the time as well, which was the uh, the OG Smuggler box. What what was in this? Uh, so Han Solo and Chewbacca have these abilities taken away by their fixed cards, but before yep. they were fixed cards, they had uh, Han Solo had distracting, which passes and evade to his nearby allies, and Chewbacca had protector, the same one that was on the Royal Guard, mm-hmm. where he had a block. And then if you stuck them in together with 3PO to get an extra evade, yep. then with Han's cunning, and then you had Jin in there. Yeah. So Han and Jin's cunning, they would have like... So Jin came out the best on this one because she'd have two extra evades and three extra blocks on every attack against her. Yeah, she's that's pretty amazing. Uh, the problem with this list was that you couldn't move it around. <laughs> the problem with that list is that Han is 12 and Chewie is 15, and that's 27 points! Oh. Yeah, and then, five, oh, and then five more for Jin, brings you to 32, and then 35 for Gideon, 37 3PO. for 3PO, and then three points of whatever. And then the other problem with that is that you couldn't contest objectives because you had to keep the box together. Yeah, you weren't taking any drugs. That was so that was that was like the cheese list of that of that era, which I thought was hilarious. It's probably like the fun list though. Like um, was that it, what people were playing where you're like, I just want to have fun. No. This is goofy. That, no, well, it wasn't even fun. <laughs> uh, it wasn't fun to play against. I believe that. <laughs> you're just like praying that you roll something <laughs> decent. Yeah. Okay, Jake, but then in December of twenty fifteen. Yeah, I like how FFG spins this as like a little positive. Like the name, the title of this article on December twenty first. Great change in the galaxy. Three introducing Aradda to three Imperial assault figures. Yeah, it's like <laughs> our game is in a very bad spot right yeah. now. We're gonna fix these. So this is when you get the nerf on the officer that oh, we described earlier. The Royal Guard nerf, which bumps them down from Pierce two to Pierce one. Right? That's oh, what plus said? two damage to Pierce one. Oh, Jesus. Okay, plus two to Pierce one. God, I was giving it way yeah. more credit than that. Yeah, okay. they, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, <laughs> they took the Royal Guard spears away and gave them pool noodles. Yeah, they basically evaporated the Royal Guard, and then they introduced this ability, Sentinel, instead of Protector, which basically you can't uh, protect other guardians. Yeah, basically, while a not while a friendly non-guardian figure is defending, so essentially it removed the Royal Guard. Royal guards cannot now defend each other, which it, is great. It is great, and it's kind of spooled over though into some other things too. That I remember, God, I'm trying to think what other units suffer. Because uh, even now, if, even as we, yeah, even if we go forward now, it's like riot troopers can't take advantage of it. Gamorian, if you if you uh, shoved Gamorian guards into Imperials, they wouldn't benefit. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's and some I, other stuff that I'm actually a little sad about that change because there are some things that I think would be interesting to try these days. That right. Be, maybe if maybe if they changed it to non royal guard unit. <laughs> I mean, that's what they meant, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they meant because there was no other good guardians in Imperial at the time, but. And then the Rebel Sabs, who, uh, the regulars lose their Pierce 2 for yeah. Pierce 1. And they get their speed reduced, which really hit them hard. So oh. there's actually been some, uh, there's actually been some chatter about, uh, about unnerfing the Royal, like giving the Royal Guards their plus two damage back and then giving, uh, I think the Sabs could actually get completely unnerfed and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I wish the Royal Guards were semi-playable. There's... God, they're they, cool. They're cool units. I mean, all they they're need, cool all units. they really need to do is they just need to give them back the plus two damage. I think they'd see play again. It might be all right. It might be all right. I would even say like a free plus one or something like a free plus one damage. Maybe a free pierce one. That'd be kind of cool. A free pierce one. That'd be neat. Yeah. Actually, they would be so obnoxious. The search for stun and a free pierce one. Oh. I mean, God, what an obnoxious unit. 
But uh, that's kind of good. As, this game as, ob- is it as obnoxious as the unkillable <laughs> riot troopers or the uh, or the goddamn rangers. Point taken. Point taken. All right. So the nerf comes out December 2015, and then now I don't see. You have all these like notes and stuff. I, I just yeah, wrote tell, down list tell archetypes. If, tell me if I skip something of value here. I don't think I'm going to though. So you get the nerf in December 2015. You get another wave. Um, I want to make sure I don't wave. miss it. Wave three is announced. It's you can actually kind of get a just a ton of downtime here. It looks like yeah, because um, wave three is announced April twenty first, twenty fifteen. We were waiting for a long time for Hoth. Like people thought that the wait for Jabba's realm was obnoxious. Uh, I think we wait about the same amount of time for Hoth. Oh, you know what? I'm we missed wave three, but wave it's, three it's and nothing. Four. It's nothing too much to speak about. But wave three. Is actually comes out before the worlds we just talked about, but you get Wookiee Warriors and the Stormtroopers villain pack and Hired Guns. Nothing really great. Yeah. I don't know. This was before people realized how good Hired Guns were. Did you get anything? Was there anything good out of the Stormtroopers pack? I'm going to like look quick. Uh, The Stormtroopers pack didn't come with anything good. Wrong. You get two copies of reinforcements. Oh, everybody already had those from the Rebel Troopers pack. Oh, you get it in two packs. Jesus. What? You're telling me that set for stun was not one of the key (laughs) cards coming out of the Stormtroopers pack? Okay, moving on. Uh, Wave four. um, Wave four. Bantha, baby! So, Wave four. Wow, announced July eighth, twenty fifteen. So I'm trying to put the I'm trying to do the math here on when something was released and when you heard news again. Oh, so yep. So Wave Four comes out February of twenty sixteen. So this is after that world's after the nerf. This is the first thing that comes out. And yep, yeah. you're right. Alliance Smuggler and Bantha Rider. Right. No. I do remember hired guns being a thing at, at the first at the first worlds gotcha. now that you mention it. Gotcha, gotcha. No Imperial Love in Wave Four. How did this no. happen? How did this happen? I mean, who cares? They're Imperials. You got yeah. you got Bantha. So actually, it's you got Bantha and Alliance Smuggler in one wave. What's kind of fascinating at the beginning of 2016, you get two units that actually, I would say they they're actually they stick around to this day. You still see Smugglers. You still see Banthas. So yeah, they're still actually that was a good wave. Pretty playable units. Yeah. So in the Bantha, Bantha introduces some good stuff. Yeah, go listen to the Most, Bantha episode, and mostly, mostly just for itself. But it's a couple things that actually stick stick around. You get this is where opportunistic comes from. Yep, it's a very good card. Uh, John Lantair, obviously good for the Bantha itself, but then also Parting Blow, which will yeah. uh, Parting go, Blow was also in uh, one of the Wave One packs. You're probably right because I have about eight copies of Parting Blow. Uh, I have two, like Bantha, I have else. two Banthas and one of everything from Wave One, so I think <laughs> I have six of them at least. And then Crush, Crush is that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. And be, we cannot overlook Beast Tamer. Obviously. So they knew, they knew right away that this is what the Bantha needs. Right. Now, Bantha is obviously awesome, which uh, let's... Uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about the regional season of 2016? Yeah, because... Let's see. That was February of 2016. And your next release... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I must have mixed up. So Hoth also came out in this time frame. Right. So December, this was right before Christmas. What is their obsession with Christmas releases? So you had Wave 4, and then you had Wave 5, which they called Wave 5 because of the order they announced it in. That's why right. this is happening this way. Yeah, it, um, like, uh, to everybody else, Hoth is Wave 5 because uh, Wave 4 was announced after Hoth, but came out before it. So confusing. So Wave 5 is announced after Wave 4, but comes out before it, apparently. Yeah. Released December of 2015, so right after the nerf, actually. Like, right. a couple days after the nerf. And this is where you get Princess Leia, Echo Base Troopers, General Soren, oh, and everybody's favorite, Dengar, 
I'll take a look at the I'll take a look at the Hoth box to see if there's anything in here. Uh, in the Hoth box, you get the HKs, which was the oh, premier unit. You get I think Snowtroopers were around when I was playing sometimes. Too. Um, Maybe not Snowtroopers were but... Snowtroopers were played, but they weren't good. They were a flavor to taste type yeah. unit that never. Yep. So you get the HKs. Which get a, uh, get a HKs? Wampa? We're going to be hearing a lot more about HKs. Uh, so why don't we just go ahead and go into that regional season? Uh, yeah. So yeah. So I think it's good for us to set up that essentially right. We've moved out of the four x four meta. The four x four is essentially gone after yeah. the nerf, and now we have a lot of new stuff to introduce. A couple new lists here that kind of take over in regionals 2016. Right. Yeah. It, the post nerf blur is what I have it as. Is that's where you start to see a lot of your <laughs> uh, your rebel your imperial troopers list. Welcome to welcome to troopers. Yeah, welcome to the troopers. Uh, that's where so it was basically two, basically all imperialists started with two sets of elite imperial stormtroopers, which is crazy because you don't see them anymore today. That's unfortunate. I really like. I was I used them a lot. Like I used Kane at Worlds twenty fifteen with the mm. t- elite troopers, and I used them in regionals and to good effect. And yeah, like yep. yeah. So they that's where they uh, made their heyday. Uh, and then you also saw uh, Rebel Blast stuck around a little bit. Like people dropped the uh, dropped the regulars like a like a hot rock or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and that, but they kept up with the elites. They kept up with Luke and focusing the elite saboteurs. Ha- having Luke around, they still were able to deal a lot of damage. For sure. Yeah, I'd have to imagine that at that time you're like, maybe I can still make the elites work because you still have the blast too. And now that you're not worrying about the four x four anymore. Yeah. But obviously, you find out probably doesn't work that well. Yeah. Uh, and then this is also where you get be- uh, this. This meta is where you get the beast machines starting to make a big deal. The yes. beast machines, uh, which is a list coined by Vader's finest, uh, one if, of the old podcasts. If you were like me, that when you started playing Imperial Soul, you went back and listened to every Vader's finest episode. Basically, <laughs> you will probably know about beast machines. But tell us about it, Jake. Beast machines was one Bantha Rider oh. beast tamer, uh, two HK assassin droids. Temporary Alliance, uh, Gideon 3PO, and yeah, Gideon 3PO thing. Uh, oh, and the Tuscans are what I was forgetting. Oh, a set they, of Tuscans. Huh? A set of Tuscans to grab objectives because and to uh, and to use with Junlin Terror if your Bantha died. Ah, right, right. So tell us, tell me what was so good about this list. This I, list, I'm... <laughs> this was one of the. This was a massive damage list. All right, I was gonna, so, I was gonna probably i'm gonna surmise that the idea of this list is very similar to the rangers list we have today in some ways it it the point of that list is to murder everything in your sight and it was really good at it yeah um and then and i talked in the bantha episode about uh, about how double bantha counteracted it but but yeah the two sets of hks you basically melt white dice figures because they have an offensive reroll and a defensive reroll instead of the weak way where you have to choose. Yeah, they, so they have yeah two abilities: uh, versatile weaponry, which is while attacking you may force the defender to reroll one defense die, and then they have targeting computer, which lets them reroll their attack die. Right, and they rolled Pretty a blue good. blue. They rolled a blue blue yellow. Yeah, and then if you focus them, you get four dice, which was at the time was crazy. Yeah, crazy good. Yeah, and not bad surges either. One damage pierce one on a regular yeah. and a weaken. Yeah. One damage, pierce one weekend. Not bad at all. Yeah, lots of you can. Use and then it. they get, and then since they're rolling blue, blue with a reroll, that you can shoot out to a pretty good range. Yeah, lots. So, of range. Uh, uh, yeah, that that list was pretty. Uh, was not like there wasn't any dominant lists at this time. Uh, mm. I'd say Worlds twenty sixteen uh, were like so. 
regionals and worlds 2016 was actually a really diverse meta mm. compared to uh, uh, yeah compared to the 17 sure yeah why don't you tell us about a few more because uh, worlds got a, 20 we've got a few let's talk about the here. world let's talk about worlds 2016 because that's uh I, I wasn't very active in the regionals 2016 but worlds 2016 was uh was the first time i took top uh took top 16 so i let remember me, that that uh, meta pretty well and let me go over one we got a couple more releases before worlds 2016 it looks like we've got in, bespin we've got in june 2016 we've got bespin which is lando the isb infiltrators blaze and bosk and then in the box, the Bespin box, was there anything? Ugnots. You get Ugnots out of there. You get Winged Guards. Who? Uh, actually, uh, ex, ex-host Tim won uh, the Fargo Regionals with a Winged Guards list. Ooh. Wow. Um, so you get some okay stuff. You get some decent stuff out of Bespin. And that wave is not bad. Bosk was a decent unit at the time. Blaze, I want to say, when I started playing this game, and this is another... We're still six months away from me playing this game, essentially. Uh, Blaze was popular-ish when I came in, like as Spyless, Imperial Spyless, right? Kind of popular. I was gonna say you came in just after World Sixteen, yep, so like yep. right before the the Hunter meta just yeah. murdered the Spy meta. Yeah, there's a decent amount of overlap from the old meta when I started playing. Like, right. you still had a that, ton that of... beginning, the beginning of that regional season. Like uh, the first region, the first regionals weekend was before they brought down the uh, the points per figure rule. Oh, I forgot about that. Let's put a put a pin on that, Jake. Yeah. We can't go there yet. That's too much. Um, then I want to mention in July of 2016, you get the you get a great expansion set of expansions. You get the Dead Guy Wave. Heck yeah, Obi Wan, the Inquisitor, and Greedo. Which everybody who's dead by Inquisitor, midway through Episode Four. At the time, I think they were all actually pretty good. Greedo's still, Greedo's still awesome, but at the time, Inquisitor was... Inquisitor ever, was mediocre at the time. Yeah, you still. know what? He probably just didn't... See, again, when I look back at the Inquisitor, I think, because he, he was another character that had a t- four, two dice figures to deal with, and maybe because HKs were three, so maybe yeah. not as fair. But he had a lot of help. This was this at the time, into the transition where yeah. three dice figures uh, were starting started to, to take over. But at the time, 15 health was a lot. Same thing with Obi-Wan. 12 health was... A lot of with a, with an time. auto evade. Oh that's my the god! Yeah, because he, uh, he like uh, basically stormtroopers could barely touch him. Did not hurt him. Yeah, yeah. Like so, he'd, he'd take maybe one or two damage off of a, off of most stormtrooper attacks. So this is our world's 2016 kind of the tools you have to play with. Right. So though, yeah, and then out of Bespin, that was the spy wave. So that's going to be very important. Yeah. Yep. Because on Bespin uh, in that world's 2016, you bait you. Uh, like people like to look people look back on it and say oh that was a bad meta it was nothing but imperial spies but mm-hmm. anybody who says that either is misremembering or just just not bothering to remember the fact that that was probably the second most diverse worlds we've ever had mm. yours is the word of god here jake <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody wants to disagree then they can they can go get their own <laughs> podcast <laughs> tell us about some of the lists at world 2016 because again this is just before i show up but i do remember being spies and troopers as right. my memory but Right after after Worlds twenty sixteen, mm. everybody was like, "Oh, the the winner played Imperial Spies. I should play Imperial Spies too." Mm. They were uh, right. I mean, they were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, so the Imperial Spies list I keep referring to was Blaze, two sets of elite stormtroopers, one of which had a cross training on it. Yeah, I I wanted to make up. I wanted to make sure that. Because Blaze is what gives us cross training, or is it the no the ISBs? ISBs came with cross training. Yeah, 
So, yep, that's a big change because ISBs themselves weren't actually that they, impactful, they were, is my guess. They, they, like, some lists use them, but the uh, the best list uh, didn't. Okay. So, but you could take that, you know, yeah, right. You could bring, still bring Blaze, which gave you a lot of, u- like, utility tricks. Yeah. And then you could make your two elite stormtroopers into spies as well. Correct. All roll and uh, white well, die. Uh, actually, they only else? actually only one of them ran the elite stormtrooper. Oh, only one of them ran cross training. They only ran with two spies. Oh, interesting. Uh, because they also had heavy troop heavy stormtroopers with targeting computers. Ooh. And this was this was like the Seattle special. So that was Daniel Taylor and mm. all of his uh, all the people he played with. Uh, I want to say Christopher something is the guy who beat me in top 16 was also out of that play group. Mm. Uh, the, so like that was the list that they all brought. Yep. Uh, which used the spy command cards to disrupt com- to disrupt the command card hand. Yep. And then they had just a pretty efficient unit in the uh, Imperial Stormtroopers. And what yep. this and the points per figure is important because before you got points for every figure you killed, you had to kill an entire deployment card to score points off of it. So yep. what people would do with their stormtroopers is they would fight, 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 and then uh, when there's only one left, they would just run them way back into the corner, and you couldn't score those nine points. Yeah, that group of that three group, or they like reinforce. Yeah, they ranks. run off in the corner and reinforce, and, uh, and then you you're not scoring those nine points. Yeah, it, so it, that was really this, rough. And that was the same for the rebel troopers, I had imagined too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rebel troopers there uh, also probably had the worth thing. noting as well that I it's I'm pretty certain that it's out of the Inquisitor pack that we get Zillow technique. Uh, no, Zillow technique was, actually ooh. came in the Blaze pack. Okay, so close in time though. We're yes. I was I'm in the ball. Rule by fear came out of Kane, and then uh, Grand Wizard gave us the uh, advanced comms. advanced comm systems. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's the one I see. I bought these all out of order. So yeah, yeah was it Blaze? Is he really the one that Blaze is the one to blame for Zillow? So I have to imagine that was a big that was a big deal too. Oh, Zillow, yeah. Zillow was yeah, Zillow was isn't huge. as it it was huge. It actually was less impactful than it is now. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. So cool. Uh, because there was because you were running stormtroopers, so there's a lot more units defending. Uh, like there was I a lot suppose. more units on the board yep. in most games. That's right, and probably you know. And you also had to deal with all of the unmitigated damage from the bantha. Yeah. So you can't really do much with Zillow from that. Yeah. Uh, and then the rebel offering to Worlds 2016 was rebel was uh, was the twins, the Wonder Twins was Wonder what they were called, where you ran Hero Luke, yep. Leia Organa, yep. who could uh, recycle some of Skywalker with her ability. Yep. Uh, then they would run basically. Uh, then Skidian three PO. That's twenty three points. And then it was just season to taste. Uh, elite saboteurs, uh, elite echo based troopers were both seen a lot. Mm. Uh, or you, or I've seen some with Wookie warriors. Just basically whatever you. It was twenty three point core, and then just season to taste with good figures. Right. Yeah. Was, again, uh, and then the again, thing with Luke again, and- rebels get the like. Kind of a little fun, goofy list yeah. in some ways. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the thing that made those really good was that Luke and Leia both have Surge to recover too. I remember that, and the ability to cycle Son of Skywalker back into yeah. the deck. And well, and the, and the interesting thing is, if you didn't, if no one saw this in action, it's almost infeasible to do now. I think, but like I tried this a little bit when I started playing. But right, Luke could attack, recover two. Leia could move, use her God. What is it? Battlefield, battlefield re- leadership. Yeah, battlefield leadership. Have Luke take another attack, recover another two. She yep. would recover two off the attack. It was really obnoxious if it got. Oh yeah, rolling. those two, those two, and and those two are pretty good hitters. So if they stuck together, then Leia could get extra attacks out of Luke, and you could nuke a figure off the board. Yeah. Yep. 
which based on other episodes good to focus fire yeah. right good to focus fire exactly it's very useful and yeah luke had a good attack too so and him giving a free reroll to leia and all that stuff yeah. right yeah they were they were just a they were just a power couple yeah <laughs> uh, do we have an any... incestuous power couple incestuous do we have any other lists that we should note before um going, i have down i was uh, i was talking a little bit with some people about what this and i was informed that fall of cybertron which is another mm. thing that comes from uh from vader's finest uh and their obsession with transformers can i just say their their list names were great yeah fall of cybertron was a as a list that wasn't that didn't see much play actually mm. but uh but people thought about it and that was soren with advanced comp system two sets of hks and the then HKs. and then uh season to taste with probe droids yeah, and then you could yeah. get those uh auto focusing like surge to focus surge to stun droids all over the place and you know what this Maybe not this list exactly, but the Soren HK shell like actually did hang over a little bit when I right when I started playing. Right when this, you got the hunter cards. Right when they came out. Yep, I they they were still around because being, him being able to share his surge abilities for that extra plus one for the stun for the focus with the HKs was a pretty big deal. You know, and I don't think it's very viable now, obviously, but you know, at that time when people are still figuring out, you know, what to do with. The hunter, the new hunter right. cards, and things like that. It was still- yeah, before before the weak ways took over. Yeah. So worlds was worlds pretty much these lists. Like I'm guessing you saw a decent amount of the Bantha list was yeah. probably popular. Oh, uh, I went up against two Banthas and Swiss. And was this you were? This was your double Bantha year, right? This is the double Bantha year. Oh, there was two double Banthas in top sixteen. It was great. I have to believe that that was kind of good though. If there were a lot of them, Imperial spies. Oh yeah, it was like uh, like I said in the Bantha episode, the double Bantha was a perfect uh, shot to the entire meta. Because yeah. like, uh, I actually have a very distinct memory of just uh, getting Leia with nothing but unmitigated damage. Because I just I hit her, crush, uh, grizzly contest, and trample. Oh, gross! So it's like even if I roll one on the trample, that's an auto kill against the eight health Leia. What's kind of fascinating about the Bantha though is and the let's so Bantha regular storm elite stormtroopers. I mean the stormtroopers. Yeah. I just think of them as regular as they're because we have so many like stormtrooper variants. special variants of stormtrooper yeah but the stormtroopers was they're like they almost counter each other in some ways because the bantha obviously the stormtroopers have to bunch up because there's mm-hmm. so many of them but the stormtroopers because they search for that plus two damage they could roll four or five damage usually. right across three units you're like five damage five damage Five damage, and that's why the double. That's why that's like so they could take down a single bantha pretty quickly, especially with the heavy stormtrooper. Yeah, that's why the double bantha was really good because they Mm. just did not have the resources left in them to kill the second one. Because what you do with the double bantha is you hit with one, you do as much damage as possible. When that one dies, that's only then do you send it in for the one-two punch. Yeah, because then they're still locked up in their deployment zone, and your HKs are sniping in, and your mm. and the Tuscans were out getting objectives. Getting those objectives, yeah. In my uh, in my match with Jesse Aiken at uh, at Worlds 2016, mm. uh, my it, that was that was on an objective where there was three grab and run objectives, yep. worth nine points each. I yep. cleared all three of them with my Tuscans. Oh my god! And Gideon, that's sick. So what you're saying is that you won Worlds with double Bantha that year? I I wish <laughs> I. Uh, I uh, like that they ran th- what they did was they ran six rounds of Swiss and then the first round of top 16 that night. Yep. So seven rounds in one day. By the end of that day, I was shot. Oh God. I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody who was at worlds 2017 this year, seven rounds in one day is, is brutal. Yeah. 
yeah, it's too it's too much. Yeah, and then I got uh, and then then there were some I made some mistakes uh, in the top sixteen match, which unfortunately cost me the cost me the game. Mm. So before we wrap up this segment, you should just recap what was the uh, victorious list. That uh, year? The victorious list that year was the uh, Imperial Spies that I was talking about with mm. Daniel Taylor and the Seattle Spies with the. Uh, two sets of elites, one with cross training. And the final table was was uh, it two the, Imperial Spyless or was no, it a Rebel versus Imperial? Uh, spy? It was a Rebel. Like uh, Desmond Miller, the runner up of 2016. I think he was the mm-hmm. only person who ran this list. Right. But he ran uh, two sets of Rebel Troopers, two sets of Echo Base Troopers elites, right. uh, and then Gideon 3PO, and then either on a diplomatic mission or Balance of the Force. So it was mm-hmm. just beef and efficiency yeah the list and it was awesome it was great to see that get so close and and that game is actually one of the best games of filmed imperial assault i think so go yeah, check that out true. at that time too i think i remember at that time also thinking about because i think this card that i'm going to mention right now grenadier like at yeah. that time was really good grenadier was, was one of the main reasons he ran imperial stormtroopers yeah which now now it's i mean still, it's still now, a great card now it's still a very good card but it's like at the time, against so many elite stormtroopers and things like that, the trooper just bunched up how many troopers there were. It was uh, that was an out of control card, I'm sure. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Jake, I know we had some other plan, but I'm just gonna. So this is gonna be our midway point of this yes. episode. So I'm just gonna actually we're gonna stop now. We're doing this in two episodes. Yeah. So goodbye. We, we look See you to, next week. Yeah, we look forward to you listening to the next part. It's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. Goodbye.